You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, joined in the studio with Matt, Ken, and Jeff. How's it going, guys? Hello. Hey. Uh, So today's special, it's another episode of our Behind the Trivia series. And uh, we're super, super excited uh, to have a special guest today, Jennifer Jun. Uh, she's a, a great actress. Uh, she's from Vancouver. Uh, you might have seen her in Van Helsing as the badass Ivory. Uh, you might have uh, seen some of her work uh, in the web series, The Drive. She won a Leo Award for that. And, uh, and, and she also, flew all the way in from Vancouver. To she, see did. she did. She <laughs> did. Um, in a very old plane. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she's been in uh, many, many TV shows that uh, you guys have seen, Colony, uh, supernatural arrow uh, among amongst others so um, welcome to uh, our digital studio Jen how's it going hi uh, it's going really well thanks for having me guys mm-hmm. of course uh, well I guess uh, to start off with we mentioned that you are uh, from Vancouver and if a lot of people don't know they kind of call Vancouver the Hollywood of the north uh, there's just a lot of uh, filmmaking going on up there so um, how did you get started, I guess, uh, you know, in terms of acting and uh, in your career? Well, um, it started at a really young age. I just always kept performing and my parents are like, what the hell do we do with this girl? <laughs> so they put me into dance and I started doing dance and musical theater. And then when I got older, I started um, modeling. And then it was actually after I was um, graduating from high school. And I was modeling at the time. And uh, I needed a summer job. And I was talking to my agent at the time. And she was like, you should try background. Mm-hmm. And I was like, background? Background of what? And she said, <laughs> well, you know, TV shows. I'm like, that's a thing? You can do that? Like, I, you know, I always wanted to be in the movies. But... I grew up in a farm, middle of nowhere. Like the idea of being in a movie was, or on a TV show, or anything of that nature, was just so far fetched. So when she said background, and <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, really? That's so cool! You yeah. get paid to just watch things." Well, you got you got to start like, really, sure. you got to start really far from the camera, and then they gradually <laughs> move you closer, inch by and inch. I gradually right? was working my way forward. No, definitely, yeah. and um, a lot of actors do start in background they just don't like to admit it i find (laughs) (laughs) but i mean 
you learn so much. You learn set etiquette. You learn um, just what the do's and don'ts when you're on set and, and how the politics work and all of that stuff. So, you know, and then I got to a point where I was just like that acting bug just kept mm-hmm. itching and itching and itching. And I was like, oh, I, I want to. I want to pursue it, but it was a little bit of a battle because um, in my household, like you go to school, you get your education, and then you're that. Like both of my siblings are lawyers. Mm, so wow. I was always battling with my parents, like to go do the responsible thing and go back <laughs> to school, but my head was always in the clouds, always wanted to be performing and, and going and try acting. But it took a little while for me to, for lack of a better expression, like get the balls to actually do it and it wasn't until like 2000 I think I did like a couple little indie things but then in 2009 is when I really decided I'm either gonna do this and fail and then be a freaking background for the rest of my life or I'm just gonna go and I'm not gonna I, I don't have any other option here like this is all I want and uh, little by little just grinding away and now I'm um, now I'm here, so, so I'm really glad it worked out because I had no plan B, yeah. <laughs> absolutely no plan B. It's pretty so. amazing as a job out of high school because my job out of high school was pushing shopping carts, and I thought I can pursue it and reach the <laughs> highest level, but it just wasn't for me apparently. <laughs> you were just tell- I still got faith in you, Matt. Still do it. <laughs> you got you got a supporter there, Matt. Uh, you talking about being uh, being in the background? It made me think of uh, my high school theater days, where when you were in the background you had to say watermelon over and over so it looked like you were actually talking yeah and peas and carrots peas and yes and that's peas one and carrots. so if you're really like carrots. paying attention to most tv shows everyone's kind of talking about salad in the background <laughs> a really gross <laughs> salad with peas and carrots and watermelon <laughs> that's a nice summer fling to it so. i mean with the right sauce it could be really good. It is all about the know. sauce. You're right. Uh, well, gr- growing you know? up in, in Vancouver, you said that you grew up outside of the city. So uh, are were you into uh, just outdoorsy activities like horse riding, camping, th- things like that? Yeah. I mean, um, horseback riding was kind of a must because that was what my dad did. So we grew up riding and and taking care of the horses and what what everything that comes with that. So like fixing fences, shoveling poo, um, <laughs> they, like All the time <laughs> jobs. Uh, moving hay, like everything. So yeah, it was a lot of outdoor life. And I think that's also why we never really fell into this, into, I guess the family business of horses, because it was the thing that we had to do, you know? Mm. So everyone, kind of branched out into their own things and my dad's like great I have all of this equipment all of this stuff everyone has children right now so that they can ride horses and so hopefully that works out for him <laughs> but yeah no it was a lot of a lot of outdoor stuff and being Canadian that's kind of your um you know you got such lush forests and and lakes and mountains that camping is is just what you do I think as a as a good old Canadian, right? In, be- in between games of hockey, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just att- curling, I just maybe. attended a uh, a Blackhawks game in which uh, the Vancouver Canucks uh, went down pretty hard in overtime. Sorry about that. Oh no, I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> the Canucks kind of 
God bless them. <laughs> they I'm try. trying yeah. to believe. <laughs> As Cubs fans, we but were there until 2016. <laughs> Yeah, we were there, uh, oh, as Matt said, with as, as Cubs fans. Um, no, I was going to say, I'm not really a hockey fan, but I do enjoy their logo. So I, yeah. I have that going for them, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> They're uh, the new rivalry with the Seattle team whenever they launch. So that'll be pretty cool for you guys up there. That um, is always fun. Well, like, you know, we don't have um, a basketball team. Mm-hmm. So then we kind of piggyback on Seattle. We don't have, like, NFL, obviously. So then we piggyback on Seattle. So mm-hmm. we we like to share, you know, <laughs> the Canadian way. Well, speaking of horses, and, not, <laughs> and we're not yeah. gonna we're not gonna make it hard trivia. But we just have two questions about horses. <laughs> Horse quiz. Now I will. Oh gosh. I will preface Neil, this. How did you know? <laughs> I, I will preface this by saying I don't know anything about horses. It is a dream of mine to ride one. I, I've never ridden one, but uh, hopefully one day. We'll see. Um, but Well, if you're ever in Canada, let me know. If you're ever in Vancouver. <laughs> oh, yep. I, I will. I think we, I don't know if, do you know Alex Ponovic? Yeah. Okay. So I know Alex. <laughs> he, he uh, I've known him for a long time and he promises to train me because I'm very, very frail and skinny and he said he'll teach me to box. So when I come there to learn to box, you can teach me how to horse ride. <laughs> you go on side saddle now? Sounds good. When he teaches you how to box, I want to be there too because I love boxing as well. So. Oh, great. No, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Just want to watch. Uh, well, it's not going to be pretty. He's going to get his ass kicked <laughs> by the bag. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I guess, uh, just two questions here. The first question, uh, and maybe some of our listeners will know this, uh, what is the part of the saddle that goes under the horse's belly called? Girth. Girth is correct. Right. right out of the gate. One for one. Oh, one Whoa. for one. Oh my God. Uh, my dad ever listened to this. <laughs> if we, if you get one wrong, we'll edit it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll just cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we sound so smart on the show all the time. And if you get them all right, tell your dad to listen. Yeah, right. Perfect. Uh, and then uh, the second horse question here, one that we've gotten wrong at trivia before, so we just thought we would see if, if you know it. And if you need multiple choice, we can give it to you. But the the question is, okay. uh, in a measurement, how high is a hand? A hand is a foot, isn't it? Not quite. Roughly? Not quite. Not quite. Uh, let's see. It's uh, let's see. I'll give you multiple choice here: two, three, four, or five inches. Oh. Two, three, four, five. Uh, four is correct. Five? You are correct. <laughs> I, I heard four. I heard four. four. Yeah. You know, I've heard that question like four? four times. Four is correct. Yeah. And I uh, <laughs> and I still can't get it right. Whoa. And I know it. I know. I we never we never get that question right. Um, and here's your last horse question, Mister Ed. No, <laughs> I'm yes. just playing. The answer was peanut butter. Yeah. They put peanut butter in his mouth. That's nobody knows that little trick. Oh, to make it oh, look really? like he was talking. Oh, really? I actually knew that one. Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll, we'll, we'll phrase it as a question God. next time. So. <laughs> oh, I'm so close. Well, um, one of our uh, favorite performances of yours, which uh, we know you've you talked about before, is Ivory on Van Helsing, which uh, is just uh, a pretty insane character, a pretty awesome character. Um, and you've kind of already mentioned it already that you uh, you love to box, but it's a pretty physical character. So. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you got the role and uh, how you enjoy bringing the physicality to it? Um, well, I got the role the old-fashioned way. I went in and I auditioned, and um, it was actually just supposed to be a couple of episodes. But um, I, I 
I guess I just never let them let me go. <laughs> you killed the most vampires in your audition, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> Threaten them all. Mm. <laughs> me on the show. No, I'm kidding. That's how Jeff um, stays on the well, show too. Yeah, so. those are originally supposed to be a, um, just a couple of episodes, but um, through time, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but they uh, they kept it, they kept me on, and um, it is a really physical role. I wasn't as fit in the beginning but when we were doing a lot of stunt rehearsals and stuff i was thinking my god like i really need to step this up because she's a vampire like getting tired is not really a choice (laughs) when it comes to being a immortal so um i started training in muay thai and um also working a lot with our stunt team and our stunt coordinator kamani smith and he really helped me push me to you know get my sword work get uh, how to throw an axe around and, and learn little tricks and stuff like that just so that you can you really be this powerful creature and you know i i i just really love the fact that i get to kind of fill that childhood dream of mine where i get to actually look like a badass so i was happy to learn as much as i possibly could to get into it and and now i'm working with a trainer named thomas taylor and uh he's amazing and he kicks my ass in every sort of way he has me doing the craziest climbing core exercises like climbing up ropes and doing and like uh and uh like pushing him on this like you know, the, like football players, you know how they push those uh, the carts. Those, the what sleds? are they called? It sounds like yeah, Rocky Four. Yeah, mm. yeah. So like, think I don't know if Ivory's ever going to be pushing that much weight, but <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it at least it sells the look. And yeah. are you doing this all in a Russian bar? Costume again? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's kind of like a, a underground gym where it's funny he trains a lot of people on on uh some of the dc shows that are mm. that are that are also being filmed in vancouver so at various times of the day you just see like pharaoh going in and working <laughs> out and blah, 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 going in and mm. working out so it's like a little um place where i guess we all try and become our superhero like characters so it's, it's yeah, mostly he's very a- responsible for that it's mostly a vampire gym, so it has to be underground where the sunlight can't get. It, it really does. But now she can go out during the day. You know, now she's a go. day walker. So. But on that note, good. what uh, if you had to go toe to toe with uh, with one of the vampires uh, in any form of media? Well, who would you go with? Who would you Who would you fight? It, like not just on our show, but in any and show. Any vampire. Or, but has to be a vampire. Ooh, who would I go up against? I would, if I could go up against any vampire in the history of vampires, it would probably be Akasha, because she was the queen. And I just, you know, I really like her outfit, so I'd probably (laughs) want to fight her, and then just so I can wear it. (laughs) (laughs) And then... um, now, who would on you? On our show, who would you interview? I would love to fight 
Who would I interview? Yeah, what, what vampire would you interview? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, interviewing Brad Pitt? I would interview yeah. Brad Pitt. Oh, that is the correct answer, well, actually. Well, hey, uh, your door prize is Brad Pitt's right behind you. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> he, he is eating something right now, though, so it's going to take him a second. Oh. <laughs> All right, fine, fine, fine. I don't think it would be unfair if I said I would want to fight Robert Pattinson. I, You know, and I thought she would go in that direction. Only because I think oh I could take God, him to real life. I totally life. forgot about the Twilight kid. Yeah. <laughs> Technically For vampires. sure, Robert Pattinson, <laughs> while he's all like sparkling in the sun. Oh. I just, I just thought he looked kind of sickly and anemic, and I could fight him. But yeah. <laughs> no, that was just me training at the gym <laughs> with Jen. Wasn't, wasn't some of that filmed in Vancouver too? Uh, I think yeah, but I think parts of that were. Uh, yeah, series? all of them, all of them, but the first one was, mm. I believe. They got their stuff yeah. together after that first movie. And- yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of tours just looking around for Robert Pattinson. Oh, that's a sad. That's crazy how much money those kids made on that on that film or on those films. And to think how long ago it was. It was actually like when was the last film that came out? Twenty fourteen. That was well. It was Breaking Dawn Part Two. Part Two, obviously. uh, Which I which I did see in the theater, but uh, (laughs) several times. That was twenty (laughs) twelve. That was. I'm glad you're honest about it, though. (laughs) Oh, if 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 you listen to the show after this, which we hope you become a listener, there's many many uh, skeletons of my closet that come out every episode. (laughs) So. It's all out there. Neil has nothing to hide. You know what? I don't think you're very alone. I think a lot of people watch Twilight. They just. Don't admit it. Ba- based on the box office returns, I would say yes. Many, many people watch those movies. <laughs> yeah. Many, many, many people. <laughs> well, for me, it, it was for a reason, though, which I, wow. I believed in. I was I was doing uh, children's theater. I was directing kids, and uh, they were kind of being unruly. And I said, if you guys behave, I'll read Twilight and talk to you about it. And they didn't believe me. And I read it in like two days. I came back, and I talked to them about Twilight. And then they behaved the rest of the year. So it worked. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good to know. If you have unruly children. (laughs) (laughs) Except now they just ask you to play Fortnite for for the same amount of time. And they do their their flossing or whatever. Um, Well, uh, as we move on, or I I should say before we move on, uh, as far as Van Helsing and uh, all the Hellsingers, we know it's a a very rabid fan base. They love the show. They love you. They love all the cast members. Um, For anyone listening who's a fan of the show... Um, what would be what would be your message uh, going forward of what they can look forward to, or what, or maybe where you want to see it go? Um, I would love to see um, more of the sisterhood, personally. Um, and I know some uh, through Twitter and and communicating with some of the other fans um, that oh wonderful fans that watch the show. Thank you if you're listening for all your love and support and, and art. Really, really, really appreciate it. Um, and some of them have talked about wanting to see more of the sisterhood and more of the origin of that and uh, and some flashbacks. I would love a flashback on, on Ivory. We had one um, season two when she got burned at the stake, but I would love to see how then she became a sister or was she always kind of part, like what how it evolved into being immortals, like where, where the root of where it came from and, and, and how it came to be. That is probably what I'm hoping, hoping to see this, this season. Um, the scripts actually, I heard are being sent out really soon. So I'm pretty excited. Do we get an exclusive here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pardon me? Do we get an exclusive here? Will you, uh, 
you know, spoil the whole. Spoil <laughs> the whole <show. laughs> um, I really love you guys, but I really want to keep my job. There you go. That's fair. That's, that's very fair. That seems like a really prudent decision. <laughs> but I'll give you an exclusive after. Yeah, there you go. That sounds like a deal. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> Now, um, yeah, before you talked about the sisterhood. So before we move on to a couple questions, we had Jeff uh, has a fact here. Uh, we went to Salem, Massachusetts uh, and a visit. We had a sort of a trivia competition called Geek Bowl and we, we toured Salem and Jeff taught us some stuff here. Jeff on our show, uh, you'll learn. Um, we kind of make fun of him and say that he's um actually because we're always wrong and he corrects us, which is good. He should do that. Um, but uh, Jeff, you explain what the question is, and maybe uh, we'll see if John knows it. Well, uh, you were you were talking about uh, how you know some of the vampires were burned at the stake. But uh, do you know the most common way of executing witches during the Salem witch trial? A lot of people think it's being burned at the stake, but it's not. Was it decapitation? No, they were actually. Uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, Neil. They were they were drowned, mm-hmm. <gasps> hanged, oh! or hanged. Dr- I was hanged. just about like John Proctor. Yeah, hung and drowned. I have yeah. to. I have to say too, like standing in in Salem, just as a small tangent, was uh, so weird because you look at the you look at the tombstones of like you know John Proctor and all the other people who are there, and you you can't believe that it was it was a long a, a, some time ago, but it was kind of sort of recent <laughs> yeah. in, in the, like the narrative of history. <laughs> it's sure. like, oh, I can't believe we did yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's, it's that's not true. good. <laughs> it's kind of scary how if you think of certain things that you know are going on today, how mm-hmm. it wasn't that long ago that society was operating in a different way so it's kind of scary when you really think about it yeah or some of the things How, where we were before happen. and where we could go like it's oh but there's a lot of good people out there, including yourself and I know you've uh, you've put a good cause exactly. in front of you as well with uh, dressember am I pronouncing that right ah uh, yeah <laughs> yes you are can you tell us a little bit about that yes you are well dressember um, is basically like a scholarship program and they're just trying to raise money so that we can help people that have come out of um, uh, sex trafficking and give them a new start. And um, so that's basically what it's about. And then there was a challenge for the month of December to wear a dress every day. And thankfully um, snow and in Vancouver didn't start until like a few days ago. So I managed to be able to wear a dress every day and I was pretty excited about that. But um yeah, and you can go to their website if you want to pitch in in any sort of way. Anything helps. Um, and also there are some lovely dresses designed by um, members of the team that can, um, you know, that you can purchase. And all the all the proceeds, all the money goes to helping somebody get a new life. Yeah, so, and I'm sure that's not just, in, start, so. not just in December where they take donations and do their fundraising. Uh, Matt, you have that website handy? Yeah, so it. Um, just, I'm just pulled it up right here. It's uh, dressember.org. Um, and there's, I mean, there's. A, if if you really read through a lot of this, it's 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 so sad to see. It's you know, it says more than 30 million people are currently enslaved worldwide, and human trafficking generates over 150 billion a year. Um, so you know, this is this is kind of something that we don't really talk about necessarily, and uh, it's it's good to kind of get that word out there. There's a lot, yeah. of, a lot of darkness so, out there, but thank anybody you Anybody that can help, we really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and thank you for providing a little bit of light in that darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll put the link in the show notes. Absolutely. So. 
Oh, awesome. Thank you, guys. Oh, of course. Uh, we just wanted to shine a light on that because it's such a, a worthy cause. Uh, and w- that's what we, we try to do that uh, with any guest that we have uh, that is you know gracious enough to join us anytime when the show's over, if they'd like to talk about an organization, they'd like anyone to check out. Um, we want to make sure that you know we can use the platform to spread the word and um, just get more people involved. Uh, like uh, with this specific uh, organization, they even have a 5K. Uh, looks like it's going to be happening in LA that you can support if if maybe your support, um, you, you want to do it in a different way, which I think is great. So, um, uh, yeah, thank you for kind of bringing that organization to our attention because we didn't know that until, uh, mm-hmm. we were getting ready to interview. And now, uh, it's just something very interesting and something that, uh, we're hoping to be a part of. Well, um, thank you. <laughs> thank you guys so much for wanting to be a part of mm-hmm. it and, and talking about and bringing that up. I really, I really do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Of course. Um, now, with your filmography, um, you've done a lot of TV, as you said, in uh, VC. And uh, some of those are some of our favorite shows here in the in the studio. Um, I was uh, a huge Supernatural fan. Uh, I, I don't get to watch it as much as I used to, but I, I was very, very avid for a very, very long time. And um, you had a, a really fun role on that one. You got to get into a few tussles. Uh, unfortunately, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> Dean killed you, but um, you still live on in our I hearts. Freaking uh, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have like sort of a few Supernatural-esque trivia questions that I think you might find uh, fun. Um, and we can give you some hints, too. <laughs> Oh man! Okay. <laughs> Have you watched all thirty it's seasons? A lot of or? seasons. <laughs> yeah, right. That's like yeah. 30, I think they celebrate their like three hundredth episode mm-hmm. or something like that. Jeez. It's pretty it insane. insane. And they got renewed, so congratulations to the Supernatural fam. Yes, yeah, that's another. It's season. a crazy that's fandom. The show is going to be immortal, like the demons that that are on it. <laughs> I mean, you know what I. I'm so happy for those guys. They're so hardworking and just being on set. It's incredible. The type of uh, rapport that's there. And, and when you step on that set, you, I know everyone always says that it's like you step onto a family, but it is It's just this like well oiled machine and just things move quickly. It's just, they perfected it. They really, really perfected <laughs> shooting a shooting television series. Like they're, on point you walk on there everyone's so comfortable and you you know you're the new kid coming on to season what was it season 12 i can't remember now but um yeah no congratulations guys if you are listening 
And it's, it's a good thing those two fellows work so hard because they are not that good looking. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. I know. Then now we'll get all the Tumblr people after us. <laughs> Pardon me? We'll get all the Tumblr people after us after that one. Uh, well, I guess the uh, the first question is more of a uh, an opinion, I guess. Uh, so Sam and Dean are always in the car. They're always traveling on the road, going to you know town to town, which Vancouver does a great job of uh, emulating uh, basically all of the U.S. But um, which which of them, of the actors, uh, Jensen or Jared, uh, would you want to spend time with on a road trip? Like who would, who would be the most fun to hang out with? That's a hard, they're just so good together. Why would you want to break them up? Yep, um, the answer. That's the correct answer. Both of them, yeah. That's the correct answer. <laughs> oh, right. Like how, I don't, it's like peanut butter or jelly. Mm-hmm. Both. One of, one of them's both. in the truck cab and the other one's in the back of the pickup. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can swap them out. <laughs> <laughs> just cram in there <laughs> and they're tall they're very tall they, so i felt very short and petite next to them it was kind of nice <laughs> well um speaking of their car that's the trivia question basically is a lot of people love the car that they drive do you happen to know what kind of car it is you don't have to know the year but what kind of car they drive um i know it's black it's black and it, it might be playing uh, a bob seger oh, song it's an impala isn't it it is a, it is a chevy impala you're right oh, 1967 nice. wow. There you go. Woo! <laughs> You're on a roll. Um, yes. This question, uh, I think you might know. Uh, so Sam is played by Jared Padalecki, and Dean is portrayed by Jensen Ackles, as we said. Like Jensen, Jared also had the chance to play a character named Dean on what show from the creators of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Uh, give me a hint. Uh, he played the first boyfriend of a character named Rory, played by Alexis Bledel. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, oh, show yeah. about a couple of girls. A couple of girls from Connecticut. Uh, Possibly with the last name Gilmore. <laughs> Possibly. Oh my God, Gilmore Girls? <laughs> that is right. <laughs> that is correct. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Are you getting a you Gilmore just, you Girls You really didn't have to paint here. that one out for me, huh? <laughs> well, if you know Neil, Neil's definitely going to ask a Gilmore Girls question. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend is the biggest Gilmore <laughs> Girls fan, so I had to do it for I, her. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be uh, well, about the Dean from Community. <laughs> it's pretty funny because I, I actually, I don't think I've seen any Gilmore, Gilmore Girls episodes before, but I will now. Yes. That's... Just so that next time we have this conversation. <laughs> it's a strong I'll recommend for me, I think. Good show. <laughs> uh, they and... also came back. Like they were, they you know, had their, their, um, season ending and then they ended up being revived, didn't they? Uh, yeah, that was, uh, it was the Mm -hmm. day in a life. Yeah. It was, uh, four parts. There were basically like mini movies Mm -hmm. for each season of the year. Yeah. Gilmore women now, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're older. They're a little older. Yeah. A little older, a little wiser. Yeah. Um, uh, and the last, uh, supernatural question here, you were in at the episode, like you said, it was season 12, episode 12. It was called stuck in the middle with you. Um, the song mm-hmm. Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel was probably made most famous uh, during a torture scene in what film? By Quentin Tarantino. Let me think, let me think, let me think by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, um, Reservoir Dogs? That's it. Reservoir Dogs, yep. Michael Mads. Was, was that it? That was it, yeah. Oh, nice. I can't not hear that <laughs> song and so just excited. see him dancing around in a warehouse. I'm like sweating over here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Putting her through the ringer. Well, see, I can't box, but we could put you through the mental yeah. ringer. <laughs> 
Is this harder than pushing a sled? I don't. I don't oh my know. god! It's equal. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so we talked about supernatural, uh, you were also on minority report. You were a pretty, uh, great bodyguard, um, uh, on that show. Um, we were actually just going to ask quiet. you very quiet. Um, and even though the show didn't, <laughs> uh, get to continue after one season, um, but it was fun at least while it lasted, we wanted to know as a bodyguard, uh, anyone fictional, non-fictional throughout history, who would you want to be your bodyguard if you could choose anyone? If I could choose anybody to be my bodyguard, it would be um, Lucy Liu. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. I would love her. You know, and you would think, oh, wow, just a pretty girl. And then she'll just like ninja chopping and be dead. Yeah. That's, that's how it happens. That's so a good call. I feel like she would be very effective. I've watched that scene in Kill Bill and like a hundred times. And then, you know, <laughs> the classic big guy, I would have to say The Rock. Just because I feel yeah. like he could lift me. Also, you just want to hang out with The Rock, too, which, right. would, which would be nice. Right. He might be the funniest person who's I not like a that comedian. Would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Him and Lucy Liu. Oh, together. Now, see, like that them. should be the new twins. <laughs> Let's make that a movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Get that screenplay written. Because I can just, I'll, I'll write the screenplay. I could just see a scene where they're in like a really crowded area and things are, you know, shit's hitting the fan. And then The Rock's like, just hold on a second. He like bench presses her up in the air so he'll carry her out so she's safe. I think that would happen. Let's, let's write this that script as The Rock you and know, Lucy Liu. I actually Liu. was a bodyguard for Aziz Ansari when he was here a few years ago. Well, a lot, a long, a lot of years ago. Wow. But um, yeah, I used to do like security and all of that stuff. Did you so really? Once in a while. Hey, you're a bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, a Q and Whitney Houston. <laughs> right. That makes so much sense now because you were you uh, you arrested uh, Patrick Wilson in the A Team, so that's. <laughs> I did. She did. I know. I, I know everything. I I'm a, a film nerd. Zip guys. Zip tie skills. Yeah, that's that's so funny. I I didn't even think about that now because you you've uh, you've played many different law enforcement and uh, so you have all that training already and bodyguards. <laughs> I, what are they trying to tell me? Should I become a cop or something? <laughs> maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe Like Matt with his pushing carts, maybe maybe eventually it'll just be a really great cop. <laughs> or, or just stick with your original plan. You don't need a plan B. You know what? I, I kind of like what's happening right now. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stick, stick with, with this and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Our hope, though, is that you get to play a, a horse cop, the one that rides the horse and does... Is that what they're called? A Mountie? Oh, oh, a like a RCMP. <laughs> Well, I thought yeah. she meant like an animated yeah, movie yeah. where there's a horse that's a cop and then she would provide the voice. Well, she could do that too. Yeah, that's fair. Horse cop. I well, could do that. Someone write that. We know your show is going to go on for 30 more seasons, so you can't be a permanent fixture, but maybe you can do a guest role as a cop on Chicago PD and come visit sometime. I would love that. Or go. FBI with Missy. Ha ha. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. Um uh, I forgot. Putting it out there. Hey, that's okay. Our, our friend was on Chicago PD as a drug mule. You remember that? <laughs> that's true. She was. She was. She's the sweetest. Yeah, the nicest. The nicest, I've sweetest ever actress. Goes, hey, hey, mom, I'm going to be a drug mule tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's why acting's fun, though. I would think, right? Yeah, you. It's well, yeah, definitely. I like it just because. Well, for a while, to tell you the truth, I. Uh, I never really knew who I was and I always just kind of prepare, preferred to not answer that question and then just be other people. But um, kind of came to a point where you do have to know who you are because then 
those lines just get so blurred and you can end up just completely losing yourself and in whatever story that you're in. But yeah, no, that's one of the things that I really, really love about what I get to do is you get to just see so many different perspectives on something like to me, I don't think ivory is as bad as I guess. I know she cuts <laughs> certain things off and, eats hearts and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, how many of us, I you know, see you gotta these, eat. you know, that just shows her love and loyalty, you know, which mm-hmm. is not bad. Those are good traits. So, I agree. <laughs> I think that those are very good traits. <laughs> so it sounds like you prescribe to the <laughs> idea bad, that, uh, you're not a villain, right? You're just, you're playing a character who is misunderstood. That's exactly the way I look at it. Yeah, that's what I say here on the show. They they say I'm a villain, but really I'm just, you know, doing what I think needs to be done. Right. No one says that. And I just think she's just a slightly more eccentric in some of the way that she decides to deal with things. And that's not necessarily bad mm-hmm. because she's adapted to her surroundings. And if you were in a vampire apocalypse, you know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people would adopt to probably her way but then again if you didn't then she'd probably make you see again determination (laughs) it's a good thing right (laughs) we all agree we all agree we just we just hope that there is no uh (laughs) super volcano from uh, at yellowstone that starts all of this but if there is at least we'll know we have you at at our back (laughs) good i'm glad i'm glad you're official members of the sisterhood oh Oh, good finally we're all gonna have to be a little more morally uh, dubious (laughs) going forward yeah right um so to end i i wanted to make sure we we uh we said this before we ended uh so i i binged a bunch of uh the drive uh the other night and i think you're awesome in it you you i mean other people did as well you won a leo award for best actress with your work on it but um just wanted you to just kind of explain to some people to check it out um what it's about and, and what the experience was like uh just for those listening uh the drive uh refers to commercial drive uh, a neighborhood in vancouver uh we don't know much about it here but uh at least from the show that we watched but can you explain a little bit about that and uh, maybe uh, a place that people should check out if they ever visit vancouver well definitely east van is is in my opinion the heart of this city and uh, commercial drive is in East Van. And what drawn me to it is because, I mean, after I graduated high school and moved out, I moved to East Van, and that was that felt that's my home, you know. And I'm, I still live in East Van, and um, it's just a type of vibe where there, when you're coming up, um, I guess this is kind of of relatable in, in any city and when you're in your 20s to 30s you just you know you start waking up and start realizing that life is not how it is in the movies and and you got to make these decisions and and live your life and and you kind of like the jig is up nobody <laughs> you realize that your parents had no idea what they were doing that nobody has really known what they're doing and we're all just kind of making it up as you go and that little moment in that little turn is where this story takes place you know you go and like you know as far as my character Gina um you know she was running her dad's shop she was being a good daughter she was being good friends she was being a good girlfriend she was being all of these things that she is good sister all that stuff and then reality smacks you and you realize well okay well in the sister in the daughter in the friend 
what, but what am I like? I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just feel like I've been doing the same thing that led me up to this point, And now I'm awake and now I don't know how I even got here. And that's what's kind of happened with the other characters too in the story. And I like that it, it highlighted a time that a lot of shows don't really write about, you know, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of like the teenage and into the twenties and kind of that, that transitional years, but not really in, in the 20 late twenties to early thirties where a lot happens, a lot of changes. And, they make you think that if you ha- if you haven't had if you have this moment, then you're behind in some sort of way. But actually, that's the norm. Like you know, you go through the first phase, couple phases of your life, and then that really tells you who you are and what you want to become. And if and if it doesn't, it actually makes you start asking asking the questions in the first place. So that's what I really loved about that show and the fact that. Like you mentioned earlier, this is Vancouver is the Hollywood, the North Hollywood of of the industry, and um, it emulates every city, both fantasy and real. So it was really great to be a part of a project that was about this city, that took place in this city, and everything in between. And you know, a lot of people can can kind of. I don't want to say diss, but you know, they, it kind of Canadian, something that takes place in Canada. People are like, eh, not really that interested in. But if you take some time and want to see something new, um, please go to the driveseries.com and check it out. I'm really touched that you guys watched it. I'm <laughs> kind of shocked about that. So thank you so much. Well, really nice of you guys oh no and i'm really glad that you liked it <laughs> no no i I, but, I, th- I thought it was great and and you know we we have to do research for writing trivia questions because there's a lot of research a lot of work that goes into it and uh we wanted to you know give the same effort to any guests that we have and um you know first we watched your reel and, and we know you from van helsing and from other things but uh then we said what's the drive this looks so cool and then we ended up binging it at least three of us did um but uh, matt's on it right now he's only on episode three so yeah, no spoilers you guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> the thing is um too that i really loved about that show is um if you can see through my my reel and my resume most of the time i am playing supernatural characters or you know warrior women and things like that which i love but it was really nice to just play a regular girl just moving through life and what that brings. So it's a part that's really, really dear to my heart. Um, So I really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to watch that. Really means a lot. Yeah, of course. Um, So uh, me and the boys here uh, are really hoping to visit Vancouver one day and uh, check it out for ourselves. Um, But where can we find you online in the meantime, social media-wise? Social media-wise, it's at it's Jen. Jun. Um, and then Twitter, it's at just my full name, Jennifer Jun. Right. I know it's tricky because my last name, it, it's pronounced Jun, but it's spelled C-H-E-O-N. I, I don't know exactly what happened there, but um, <laughs> you yeah. See, you hear that, That's listener? So when, that. You, when you give her a follow, type it that way and you'll find her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very easy to find. <laughs> uh, and shout out to your dad Very. because you, you passed the, the horse quiz, mm-hmm. so you should be proud, Mr. Jun. So... A real horse whisperer. 
And uh, he, thank- he's a man of very few words, so I think he's going to go, hmm, 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 which is good. Is your dad Tom <laughs> <Good>. Hardy? <laughs> but uh, thanks again so much for uh, for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Oh, I really appreciate yours. Thank you so much, guys. Our pleasure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time tonight. Uh, well, in uh, I guess late afternoon for you, but uh, <laughs> we really appreciate it and um, just really excited to see what you're you're going to do next and uh, just you know to continue um, just being great at at your craft. So we really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, I really appreciate you guys too. Thank you so much for taking the time and doing the research and talking to me. And if uh, you are ever in Vancouver, please let me know, and I'd love to even give you. A, tour of the set or whatever we can do that'd be awesome just to show that i appreciate what what you guys are doing i would also pay an exceptional lot of money to watch neil fall off of a horse (laughs) (laughs) i'm not lying it is it is one of my dreams so you're gonna have to sign a waiver but we'll arrange it (laughs) no don't worry no one will get uh no one will get sued but it is one of my dreams but yeah we know we've been talking about going to vancouver we almost were there uh, for a podcast convention uh we were going to drive up uh, from seattle but uh didn't happen so we're Maybe, maybe next we'll, year. Yeah, maybe next year. We'll plan something and, and get it going. Yeah, let's do it. And thank you so much to our listeners, uh, for Neil, Jeff, Matt, and myself. This is Ken, and you're listening to Triviality Behind the Trivia. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.